No, I can't help myself either, but that's nothing new. Uh, <laughs> hey, welcome, Flora and Sean Donald. Welcome to Radio 191 FM again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're more than welcome. Self-titled debut album is out now. Yeah. Oh, good time. Old timey to the core. Um, <laughs> let, let's begin at the start, because um, that's where all good tales begin. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like your guys' story is a story of, of, of chance, a chance meeting, mm-hmm. perhaps, and, and then a pilgrimage. And then an odyssey to the other side of the world, to a far-off <laughs> land, at least for, for you, Sean. Uh, and, and that's a tale as old as the music you play. It's right. Well, yeah. Um, almost as old. Almost as old. If the music we play is indeed the music that we are playing together, then our meeting is as old as that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you what? That's, that's oh, shit. <laughs> Well, it's eight thirty. No, I liked that. It was <laughs> that was but, amazing. But how did you originally meet in Toronto? It was Toronto, wasn't it? it wasn't yeah, it was Toronto. We both have kind of different recollections of it. Obviously, because you know the the meeting is from either experience coming from the other and side. Both our right. memories are failing us, but um, both our memories are failing us. It was about three and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah, and um, so I remember. Um, Flora and I had um, kind of kept missing each other. We we had a mutual friend that wanted us to to hang out and play music together. Mm-hmm. And um, and Flora kept going down to the states, and I was going other places. And um, finally, we we managed to um, pin each other down in Toronto. And Flora came over to my place and brought her fiddle, and um, uh, just we just sat down and started playing. And um, next thing we knew, we decided to. Um, get some Portuguese chicken and um, <laughs> drink some rum and um, just really hit it off. And uh, Yeah, Sean was convincing me that um, rum and Mountain Dew was really good. Hey. And yeah, I was no. like, I don't know about this. We'll have to go and see. So sounds very North American. A bottle, a bottle of gnarly, but, um, like rum so and Mountain Dew. <laughs> For those students out there listening um, and you're feeling a little adventurous, you won't you won't be disappointed. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what we need to encourage with these guys. They don't know what drink. Um, oh, so uh, oh, the mutual friend thing is great, and I, I guess that's uh, um, can be a way for a lot of musicians, right? And do you think it like with musicians uh, that play a certain type of well, the same kind of music, they've got an instant. You can, you can kind of have an instant connection, and you can yeah. kind of hit it off straight away because you do the same kind of thing. Because a lot of people were like, ah, oh, hey, I've got a friend here. It's almost like a blind yeah. date, right? That your friends set up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and yeah. this particular friend happened to be pretty intuitive, I suppose. The um, especially with the old time music, because well, definitely in New Zealand, because there's hardly anyone doing it. Yes. You know, so like, well, actually, anywhere you go, if you kind of want to find someone to play music with, it's few and far between. So then you get excited about it. And here, there wasn't many people in the place I lived, let alone the country, let alone like my own age and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when I met this person, um, who's Sean and I's mutual friend, she was like, yeah, my friend, and then this other friend, and I was like, oh my god, there's like a community of people who are kind of... Actually, not that I don't mind, you know, like, I don't mind hanging out with people that are my age, obviously, but like, yeah. you know, it's something... You know. Well, and um, <laughs> I don't know because you didn't tell me. <laughs> but but I guess I mean uh, in, in New Zealand you would have been playing with people that were probably three times your age for the most part. If you ever got chance. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. 
and I've got some great friends in their 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes when you meet someone at your own age, you just sort of click on, on all the other things that yeah. you kind of usually would. Well, and that's not exclusive to New Zealand as well. I mean, even in Canada and even in the States, I mean, old-time music in a lot of ways is kind of, um, I don't want to say like fringe music, but um, uh, it doesn't have a huge following. And um, so when you do find other people um, that play it, um, you know, it's, it's easy to get excited and um, it, it tends to attract certain kinds of people as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of people who play old-time music are also kind of really into traveling and um, into kind of, um, what would you say, like more rustic lifestyles. Old worldy kind of Gypsies. things, like crafts and, yeah. and trades from, you know. Yeah. They're yeah. like living in that time, it's a romanticizing life, it. It's a lifestyle thing as well. Carnival people. There's some pretty amazing gatherings of like in the U.S. Because um, old time music is such a, uh, not a performance thing, it's more about hanging out and playing and getting in that sort of zone or yeah. playing for a dance or whatever. And so they have these huge gatherings and pretty much like everyone who likes this music flocks to this one place, which is about, you know, three or four thousand people, I don't know, but which sounds like quite a lot, but that's from all over the mm. US and the world. Like people from Australia will go every year or people from Japan will go every year, you know? And it's is pretty that, mental. So in the traditional areas like the Appalachian Mountains yeah. and maybe certain Cliff parts Top, of West Virginia. Certain parts of uh, Canada, maybe uh, Calgary. I know well I know country music's pretty big in Calgary, but that's Yeah, well <laughs> so that's that's the other thing is that we're I mean, Flora and I especially with this um album that we've done, I mean we're not we don't kind of um um, exclude ourselves to just playing old time music. We're both yeah. really into uh, kind of traditional Songs. country music and mm -hmm. um, and uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, old old ballads, or which is all kind of you know all connected. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But but how was the approach to pl how do you approach playing and writing this type of music, um, especially uh, I guess when you're over there, given given the legacy and the tradition of 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 um, what is probably one of some of this music's one of America's original art forms? Yeah, well, I think um, the whole thing that a lot of people are doing with it is that there's a there's a big emphasis on it's almost c competitive, but not like I feel like saying competitive brings a negative kind of connotation to it. But it's, people are like digging in the archives or finding always trying to find old songs that not everyone's playing and things so you're digging out these really ancient songs or tunes and trying to give them new life mm -hmm. in uh, obviously a more modern world and um, kind of paying tribute to the tradition but also making it accessible to modern ears Yeah, and, um, and by putting your own spin on it so it's not just you know a cover of a song. People often say, "Oh, you guys play covers," but it doesn't quite feel like that because it, that sort of makes me think of like a pub yeah. band down at like yeah. Rap Eggs or something. <laughs> but it's sort of <clears throat> losing my voice here. You are. Yeah. It's yeah, digging out the old songs and then uh, yeah, giving giving them new life, nice. putting your own spin on them. Mm-hmm. Sean uh, writes songs. I don't write songs too much. I I just um, dig around in the in the archives. How many pure originals are on this album? Zero. All right. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> so, but Lots yeah, I mean, the traditionals. Yeah. Are they old enough that you don't have to pay royalties? Mm. Well, most of them. <laughs> most of them are old enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, right. Uh, and then you recorded this um, this album at Chicks in just one day. Um, yeah, that was awesome. It was good know, fun. With with one mic and just a few takes. Um, is it is that in itself a nod um, to the past, uh, like how it might have been done when people just pull up to a radio station and yeah. recording studio at the back, or uh, you know, and was it d- to get a deliberate sound and performance from yourselves, or is it the fact, Flora, that you've got a mortgage to pay and recording <laughs> is expensive? Well, uh, well, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'd say, well, I guess that was the mortgage thing was directed at you. I don't know mortgage, <laughs> but. Um, I don't think the number of mics you, we use in a studio usually reflects the the cost of it, but um, for us, I think, well, I mean, for, for me anyways, that whole um, recording process was about just trying to capture what we would sound like um, if you just heard us busking or heard us playing in a living room or something, Absolutely. Just, just to kind of capture an, an acoustic performance. Yeah. And um and that was also kind of a big part of why we wanted to do single takes and um just to kind of capture the music the way that we actually play it. Yeah, and some bits are a bit kind of, you know, like bung or whatever, not perfect and this is what you and want. Sure, like Sean likes bits about one take and I like bits about the other but we both sort of go like, oh well, you know. I mean, when they would have been in the early recording era when they would have started recording old time and, and early country artists and things. They were doing them on wax cylinders or yeah. 78s where they had to squeeze their songs into two minutes and sing into a giant horn and that was that. Cause <laughs> just, you know, like, and, and so I suppose we kind of feel like there isn't a huge amount of room to to manipulate the recording that much because it doesn't do much for the music really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and we like playing live, that's our thing. Isn't that it? being said... Um, Tom Bell, the um, fellow who was recording us at Chicks, um, threw some really nice kind of natural reverbs on a couple of the um, tracks, and um, that was kind of a nod. Well, I, I felt that was kind of a nod to some of the um, some of the recordings that we really like, um, like early recordings of the Leuven Brothers, where this, things are starting to kind of move away from being more 40s, 50s, rather than the very early recording era. Yeah, yeah things are yeah. being less you know just singing into a can and kind of evolving from that and people are trying new things um so that's us kind of branching out just a little a, you, Tom, <laughs> Tom's good though right? Tom's really Tom's great yeah. he, was, he was lovely to work with yeah he's fantastic so everybody should go record out at Chicks absolutely yeah it's a great spot unless they're recording out the back here in the Radio 1 studio of course oh. uh, let's not forget about that one <laughs> sorry, sorry Stephen <laughs> you know Stephen John Mars pretty great too yeah yeah hell yeah, yeah. we love um, Stephen Yes, Stephen's the man. And now you two are off on another tour, um, and that's kind of, I think, uh, from my mind, where this music really belongs, like on the road, in a hall. Yeah. Playing that's, to people that are dancing. That's how we feel, too. Favourite place to play. Yeah. Um, just a small tour this time. Yeah. Yeah, only, only like 15 dates. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're I don't know what we're going to do trying... with all that spare time. Yeah. Shorter <laughs> amount of time, I suppose. Yeah, squeezing that with two, into a month. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think trying try, the the older we get, you know, <laughs> trying to work out ways of sure, sure. M- making um, touring 
more sustained. Well, actually, playing a crap load of dates is a good time as well, but I think mm. at We're a certain point you start to get quite exhausted and you don't realise it, and you just get up and you're like, and play the song. So I think the whole the shows have better interest if you're still feeling quite vibrant about it. But yeah. that being said, after we finish our New Zealand tour, we're going off to Australia for a month and doing a tour yes. there, so I suppose that is kind of a big tour. But, but we're really knuckling down on the promo for for this tour and um, being an album release tour, so we're kind of thinking less shows but more attention to yeah to the shows that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, and of course you're playing here on the 22nd of next month. I think yeah. it's 22nd, isn't it? Yeah, Which is that's exactly one month a month today. today. Ooh, Ooh like, spooky. Uh, lunar eclipse. <laughs> lunar eclipse. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and you've got uh, Jess Shanks with you. Yeah. Um, from the Eastern, of course. Yeah, rare solo set from Jess Shanks. Yes, yes. And that's exciting. That's some, um, you know, because of course you played in there. I did, yeah. For quite some time. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like um, yeah, like having having your mum or your sister or something play. Yeah, better say your sister. <laughs> better say my sister. <laughs> uh, Brad, so um, th- this is going to be a great show. That show is at again where I forget the Port Chalmers Pioneer Hall. Oh, the, the, yeah. So we're just saying it belongs in the and the. Um, in the weatherboards of mm. the lovely old hall. And you want people, like, I mean, your shows are all about dancing, right? As well. You know, it's all about get people dancing. There's getting always up on that aspect of it, yeah. yeah. That's what we hope, that's that's what we hope to get people dancing, but um, it can be a, it can be a bit of a struggle sometimes. Yeah. I guess depending on what we're putting out and what the audience is like, but. Um, it usually starts happening when we start kind of yelling at people. <laughs> If people are dancing, then I I see it as us doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Um, all right, um, yeah, it's, it's something about your music and, and this type of music. It's interesting to me because it's not not the first form I would ever dip into. Um, but you listen to it and it's it's just really catchy and it's very timeless. Yeah, I don't know. I, I you know I I would never sit there by myself and think, all right, I'm going to listen to some music now. I know what I'm going to put on. I'm going to put on yeah. some old time. But then I put it on, and I'm like, this is really really good, and I'm really enjoying listening to it. Well, that's what we love about it. Like the content of these <clears throat> songs has not only a timelessness in like era, because it sounds old in many ways, but um, just the the sentiments and the um, kind of themes in there are just very basic human um, feelings or emotional topics or mm-hmm. just stories that are kind of easy to understand and easy to interpret in a myriad of ways that you know anyone can grab something from them I think I just, but some people listen to it and go like it's just boring because it's really simple language and obvious obvious poetry but there's a lot more subtlety to mm. it I find well I mean and it is storytelling right I mean the whole purpose of it was kind of storytelling at the time it's, yeah and um, and I would say as far as like um, as a listening experience as well I, like I listen to lots of different kinds of music um, but I listen to this kind of music a little differently I suppose um, and the thing that really grabbed me about um old-time music and country music and folk music um, as well as the recorded examples of it but as um, the actual experience of it um, is just uh, it's just a bit of a different thing to maybe what we're used to in our 
day-to-day lives. Mm. You know, not very many of us get to experience like, um, like, I guess proper, like not proper, but like um, good, like acoustic um, musical experiences. And I guess these are kind of like a an encapsulation of that. And the idea is to maybe try to experience it like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to. It's fine. Uh, all right, brilliant. Well, thank you both for coming in. The album's available now. Where can we get the album from? Uh, Sean and I are just waiting for the physical copies to arrive. They're <laughs> sitting in customs. Oh, yep, damn. along with my voice. <laughs> but um, the album is available on Bandcamp. If yeah. you search um, floornightshondonald.bandcamp.com, you'll find it. And Bandcamp's it's going like hotcakes yeah. off it's, Bandcamp. It's the way to go, too, Bandcamp. I'm glad it's... Uh, I, I hope that's the only way it's available. Because it is. Good, good, because that's the only one that really take out, take care of the artist. Yeah, yeah they, do, they do a good job. They do a yep. great job. Um, thank you both for coming in. It's thank been you a for pleasure. having uh, us. Uh, and the plan is to get you in for a live to ear um, again, well, for a live to ear before the show. Yeah, so. maybe we'll bring Jess as well. That'd be great. So we'll look Jess forward to that in a month time but um, you've already been playlisted which is fantastic but I'm going to play that you choose a song we choose a song sure from, from your from oh. your album not yeah. just choose a song from our album would, what about, is instrumental or a song uh, I, I go for a song I, I'm pretty um, partial to I don't know what number track it is but um, please don't stay away so long darling is um, a song that kind of features Flora singing oh. Yes, I like that. a little bit. Thank you. I like that you it's sing. A, she got it from Lefty Frizzell. Lefty Frizzell. I saw the, the old man. the old timey um, radio host. Hey. The old timey radio host. No, he's a um, he's a he's an old country singer. Oh, just an old singer. Oh, yeah. sorry, I read your press release wrong. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you skim reading that thing? Yeah, probably. Uh, here's I'm, I was busy. That's what it's there for. I was watching the bloody eclipse. It's there for I thought you were watching Game of Thrones. Oh, that was last week. Here's uh, Please Don't Stay Away from the self-titled debut album from Flora Knight and Sean Donald. Thank you both for coming in. Thank you for having us. And you're on the one. The Haraway's Oat Singles Breakfast. That's old-timey too. (laughs) (laughs) And Haraway's Oats for breakfast. Yeah, good. Good. Oh, no, I didn't in the end. I was going to, but I was late for here. Come on, load. We're still on air. Lying on air. Are we? Oh my god. (laughs) You're on the one.